Today is Tuesday, March 1st, 2022, and the Americans who voted for Joe Biden owe the rest of us an apology. Joe Biden will saunter out for his State of the Union tonight. It'll be embarrassing, it'll be filled with lies, and his dentures will fall out of his face. But we know the truth, and so do most of Americans. A career-low 37% of Americans approve of Joe Biden and his job performance, 55% disapprove. This isn't an ABC Washington Post poll. Guys, that's bad. It's so bad that some of the most liberal members of Congress and some of the most liberal districts are resigning and retiring. 31 Democrats now as Rep. Ted Deutsch leaves Congress. He is a Florida representative. He's a Democrat, and he is heading for the door in 2022. So many problems for Joe Biden. We cover them all in this show. This is the real State of the Union. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. One of my favorite movies ever is Jurassic Park. There's a moment in Jurassic Park when you start to realize that things are going horribly wrong and then they spin out of control. It's almost instantly in the movie when you realize that these people have bitten off more than they can chew. And you note that the monsters that they have in cages are not going to stay there. These monsters are going to run wild all over the main characters. The main characters are incompetent and they unleash something they weren't ready for. And there's sort of a scary, murky vibe over the entire video, especially when the T-Rex breaks out of its cage, it starts to rain, right? And you start to see the claws of the T-Rex ripping down the cage wires. Man, it gets scary after that. You have the sense that in Jurassic Park, that while it looks like things are sort of steady, they aren't. And it's just one little move away from collapsing into madness. That's the sense that all Americans have right now. We read the comments, we listen to you, we read the emails, we respond. I get a lot of commentary. We love it when you reach out. And we like to hear from you. Ladies and gentlemen, people know that this is Jurassic Park. They know that we're being led by incompetent people who do not have our best interests in mind and cannot control the monsters that they've unleashed, whether that monster is an open border, inflation, the collapse of the dollar, nuclear Russian aggression, whether that monster is instability around the world or the Communist Chinese Party. Everything is being hung on by a thread, and it just takes one power outage. By the way, how's your power bills doing recently? How's your gas prices? It just takes one power outage, one storm, to collapse the entire systems, and the monsters will run loose over all of us. It's how I feel. It's how every American feels. It's how people feel when they write our show, and when they ask us for advice, when they want to give us feedback. People don't feel like the adults are in charge. People feel like the State of the Union is scary. And the State of the Union is scary right now. It's a scary time. Joe Biden will deliver his State of the Union tonight. It'll be a lot of happy horse crap. It always is. I've covered the State of the Union. I used to bring a little red carpet to Washington, D.C., and I would put a red carpet out at the State of the Union because... The senators and the congressmen get paraded through these big grand halls inside of our Congress, and they walk through side by side, right in a line into the chamber. It's so performative. It's so ridiculous. It's the closest that you have to a Hollywood red carpet. And a lot of these 
a lot of these uh, politicians fancy themselves you know, celebrities and stars. And they call DC Hollywood for ugly people, and indeed it is. Whew, man, if you, if you ever got to see some of these congressmen up close, you'd realize how true that is. I used to bring a red carpet down and ask people, who are you wearing, right? That's what they ask at the Oscars. Who are you wearing? Because it's a joke. The State of the Union is a joke. It's a lie. It's performative. And Joe Biden's lie will be bigger than ever. As Joe Biden wobbles around the stage tonight at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, attempting to prevent his dentures from falling out of his mouth, Nancy Pelosi clapping behind him. I wonder if Pelosi will rip up Joe Biden's speech like she did for Trump. We'll see. The reason I use Jurassic Park as an allegory here to start our show is that you know, Nancy Pelosi's 82, Joe Biden's 79. These people were around when the dinosaurs were here. They should know better. They should know that they're in over their breadth. They should know that weakness on the world stage and weakness in our country is going to lead to catastrophe and that the monsters are at our gate. It's a scary time, and I don't think that anybody has summed it up better than our friends over at The Federalist, who had an incredible piece in, the, their, in their publication uh, published yesterday that says, and is titled, Americans who voted for Joe Biden owe the rest of us an apology. I read this and I was like, bang on, man. This is bang on. You want to know what the real state of the union is. Do not listen to President Dementia tonight. I wonder if they'll be able to get him out of his mustard-stained bathrobe and slippers to come out to the State of the Union. You may recall that Joe Biden went on vacation this week while you know, sovereign nations are being bombed and while civilians are fleeing by the hundreds of thousands and while American inflation is spiraling out of control or borders are open and so on. Joe Biden went on vacation. He went back to Delaware. Yeah, that's right. Sleepy, sleepy Joe. Well, the Federalist would wake Joe up if he read this article, man. This one is a barn burner. We wanted to share it with you because we believe that this is about as close as you get to the real State of the Union from our friends at The Federalist. <clears throat> we're just one year into Joe Biden's presidency, and we're already on his second foreign policy debacle. It's not even close to all the disasters consuming the United States as the world and Biden repeatedly heads to his basement in Delaware. We have affirmative action Supreme Court nominee who will join the leftist wing of the court in attacking the U.S. Constitution for likely another 30 years. We have Congress contemplating eye-watering spending while the nation's economy is not only extremely weak, but also saturated with the most government debt in world history. We have historic levels of price increases, especially harming poor and working class Americans. We have a rise of authoritarianism around the globe as governments formerly considered self-governing turn on their own citizens and criminalize dissent as terrorism. And we head towards communist-style social credit systems under an inflated and now permanent state of public emergency, while legislatures and courts mostly sit back and watch it all happen. If you don't think it's permanent, just ask yourself, exactly when is it going to stop? There is absolutely no criteria for the current defined endpoint anywhere in the formerly free world. That's the point. The point of the emergency is that the emergency will never end. 
Ladies and gentlemen, one of the worst tactics of the communist is to try and just silence your voice. They don't believe in free speech. They don't even believe in ideas that are different than theirs. It's a religion for these people. That's why deplatforming is one of their greatest tools. They want to take you off the internet. Build your own internet, the commies say. And you know, one company went out and did it. That's why we're proud to partner with RightForge. RightForge is a company that went out and built their own internet, their own servers, their own hardware in order to keep conservatives online. It's the only internet company devoted to core American values like free speech. On the front lines against the leftist cancel culture is RightForge and conservatives like me are threatened by big tech deplatforming. That's why I'm very proud to say that the BennyJohnson.com platform is completely hosted by RightForge. They're helping also bring President Trump back online by hosting Truth Social. So move your site, your domains to RightForge.com, the real American internet. It's time to support a company that supports you and supports American values and supports free speech. RightForge, ladies and gentlemen, the true American internet. We have a southern border that has been opened wide to mass human trafficking by international drug cartels and a presidential administration flying unknown foreigners from all around the world into our country in the dead of night. The United Nations is even aiding in this effort to end U.S. sovereignty as it has other manufactured migration crises around the world. Don't forget, rising crime, deterioration of infrastructure, the self-destruction of our K through college education systems, the refusal of his the refusal of historic levels of able-bodied working age men to work. That is a huge crisis in this country. Governments and employers doubling down on pitting Americans against each other based on race, the allowance of election systems that benefit a banana republic, forcing predatory males into girls and women's private areas and now repeat, repeated deployment of U.S. military against American civilians. You saw that in Joe Biden's State of the Union requests yesterday. We covered it. Ron DeSantis said, no, I will not send the Florida National Guard to be propaganda for your fear porn State of the Union. Good on Ron DeSantis. It is wild to me that there is now a barricade a gate put up at the U.S. Capitol surrounding it, and Joe Biden called for all the state's national guards to come there and stand watch over his State of the Union. What the hell kind of country are we living in? Who's in power? If we're in power, then why do we need the military to protect them from us? What's going on here? The point is that we're not in power, and they want to prove it to you. It's scary. What's more scary is the collapse of rule of law and security around the world. Reading again from the article, Amid all of this, we have idiots at the wheel as the world careens into what could turn into World War III as any international conflagration could if everyone isn't very, very careful. It's no wonder that Biden is seeking rock-bottom approval ratings it's a bit horrifying. The ratings aren't even lower. Joe Biden, by the way, uh, yesterday saw his lowest approval ratings ever in the ABC Washington Post poll below below 39%. I think he's, he's slogging through the mid-30s right now. It's not tenable. 
At the same point of his presidency, on February 25th, 2018, Donald Trump had a 50% approval rating from Rasmussen. On February 25th, 2022, the number from Rasmussen for Biden is 40% approval. According to Rasmussen, the latest figures include 21% who strongly approve of the Biden administration and 49% who strongly disapprove. That is just horrifying for Joe Biden. A 40% approval rating. 10 points lower than where Donald Trump was in this same exact date in his administration on a timeline. We have at least three more years of this ahead. Jesus, take the wheel. Is anyone with half a brain looking ahead to those three years with equanimity, let alone optimism? If so, much more could go badly in just one year. Just think about how much more aggression and chaos Biden's weakness will likely invite within the total of four years of his presidency. It's a terrifying thing to ponder. It is. It also surfaces at least one clear conclusion. The alleged 81 million Americans who voted for Biden in 2020 got played hard, and they owe the rest of us a big apology and a promise to never screw our nation over like this again. Yes, Trump was a jerk. You know who wasn't? You know what he was not? Dangerously incompetent or barely kept monitoring with personalized daily slushy of embalming fluid. (laughs) Yes, Trump was a jerk. You know what he wasn't? Dangerously incompetent or barely kept monitoring with a personalized daily slushy of embalming fluid. Yikes. Woof. Had to read it again. Wow. When you watch Joe Biden walk around the White House, by the way, you sort of see this. You see this like very broken man who can barely move. It's robotic. We call him robot dementia Biden. Robot Biden. Why does he walk like that? Well, the doctors have gone on to say, that's because of of brain damage. Uh, But we'll let the medical experts, we'll let the medical experts, uh, uh, opine on their level of expertise. We are just, we are just live streaming, ladies and gentlemen. We're just live streamers. It's time for Americans who saddled us with the embarrassment of President Biden to realize what they have done, what they have self-righteously accepted from the mass media that they were saving our nation. No. They were voting for a four-year national disaster. That's right. Everyone who voted for Biden was so self-righteous. It really is incredible. The power of the low-information, low-IQ voter. We all realized there was massive social pressure from every corrupt institution in this nation to vote a certain way. It's hard to resist that. But once it's obvious that you made a terrible decision, the only way to move forward is to come clean. The first step towards recovery is to admit you have a problem. It's the only way. As everyone knows, deep in their hearts somewhere, denial only makes the matters worse. So for the sake of the country, we need Biden voters to please just admit this. Voting for Joe Biden was a horrific mistake. And you know what? We have some exciting news for all of you. Joe Biden voters are actually admitting this, according to a clip that we have from CBS News, where they interviewed Joe Biden voters. Joe Biden voters are saying... We're sorry. Watch. 
Can I see a show of hands? Do any of you feel like the economy has gotten better in the past year? <laughs> I mean, look, I think Paul Tudor Jones, is, as always, is right about inflation. It's much worse than we thought. Now a damning new report blames the Biden administration for being slow to evacuate U.S. citizens and Afghan allies, according to an Army investigation first obtained by the Washington Post. One national security official saying an evacuation would signal we have failed. This is CNN Breaking News. Well, let's get right to the breaking news on Vladimir Putin ordering so-called peacekeeping forces into separatist-held parts of Ukraine. Our chief international correspondent, Clarissa Ward, is in the Ukrainian capital of Kiev for us. Clarissa, Russian troops could be arriving in Ukraine very, very soon. Not good. Joe Biden voters themselves are saying things aren't going well, and that's how you get Joe Biden with less than 50% of Democrats nationwide wanting him to run again for president. It's pretty horrific, doesn't even begin to cover it. Now, of course, you have your 31st Democrat not running for office. We'll cover that in another segment in just one moment. In return for this difficult and generous gesture, the rest of us promise not to rub this error in your faces. Well, I'm not sure of that, but we'll see. We'll continue to read. Even though it's very painful for all of us, the next step is to make a plan for how to prevent making such a terrible error again. Here's one. Next time you hear Facebook, Twitter, NPR, the New York Times, the Washington Post, BuzzFeed, YouTube, or the rest of them tell you who to vote for, you should probably run in the opposite direction. They tricked you before, they tricked us all, and it's not just over Biden, but over just about everything else of national import. Don't let them do it again. Remember, these guys are professional liars who sold you the idea that Joe Biden was a moderate, nice guy who could nuke a Chinese virus and bring peace to the world, or at least your Facebook feed. Ladies and gentlemen, we pause our program for just a moment to give you an exciting announcement from our friends at The Daily Wire. The Daily Wire is now making feature-length films, and the world premiere of their first film, Shut In, reached over half a million views upon its release. That is more people than watch Don Lemon's show on CNN every night. <laughs> and it currently has an audience score of 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. The Daily Wire worked night and day to make this film, and it shows it had me on the edge of my seat. You gotta watch it. It's exclusively streaming for Daily Wire members, and if you're not one, you are missing out. Support conservatives making movies. Support movies without a woke agenda. This might be The Daily Wire's first original production. It will not be their last. The Daily Wire also released a new trailer for Hyperions, an anti-superhero movie, and Terror on the Prairie, the new western starring the amazing, uncancelable Gina Carano. It's coming this summer, so go to thedailywire.com slash subscribe to get a membership today. Use the code Betty for 20% off your new membership. Go. Now look where that has gotten us. Here's the real State of the Union under Joe Biden. Crises listed. Russia-Ukraine crisis. 
Afghanistan crisis, supply chain crisis, economic crisis, record high inflation, energy crisis, rising gas prices, dependence on foreign oil, border crisis, border crossings that have risen at a faster rate than any time in recent history, a crime crisis, 16 U.S. cities setting new homicide records in 2021. And of course, we have to state it, 13 dead American heroes, soldiers, Marines, who died on Joe Biden's watch and at his bloody hand. Let's not even mention Joe Biden's watch as he looked at his watch time and time again as their bodies were in a dignified transfer at Dover Air Force Base. You may remember that. And you wonder why Joe Biden's slogging through the mid-30s, 10% lower in approval rating than Donald Trump at this point in his presidency. Our friend, Trey Gowdy, we used to love working with him when he was in Congress. He was a congressman, but he popped on over to Fox News and now gives commentary over on Fox. We think that he summed it up best when he gave his State of the Union. Of course, Trey Gowdy being a vicious prosecutor of Democrat corruption in Congress had a uh, cutting segment that we just had to play for you on our show. This, ladies and gentlemen, the real State of the Union from our friend Trey Gowdy over at Fox News. Listen. The president will talk, Democrats will stand and clap while Republicans stay seated unless the troops or mom or children are mentioned. Biden will talk tough about Russia while Russia occupies a neighbor and kills civilians. Some Republicans who aspire to be president themselves one day will reflect on their own equivocation and fealty, musing over whether to stand with a nascent democracy or a brutal dictator who poisons his political opponents. Some Democrats will sit quietly and wonder why Russia took Crimea and Ukraine on their watch if Trump was supposed to be the one so friendly toward Russia. Americans already know the State of the Union. The world is on edge. Our economy is unstable. The country is divided. Crime is rising. The pandemic is lingering. Schools were closed while prisons were opened. We know where things stand, and all the happy talk in the world will not alter reality. We don't care what color outfits members of Congress wear or who sits beside whom. We've seen the drama of torn up speeches, the micro protests of skipping the speech altogether, and we are not moved. The State of the Union is not good. So Washington can have its prom night full of self-adoration. The real State of the Union comes in November. And those in power will have to listen and learn what we already know, which is the State of the Union does not suit us. And change is coming. Jurassic Park, ladies and gentlemen. Jurassic Park. The rain is coming down. The people who are in charge of our country are old. They're incompetent. They are not able to handle the job. And Americans know it. They know that we are headed for disaster. We know that there are monsters at our door and at our gate. And that what these incompetent people have grown, created, and unleashed upon us will wreak havoc. That it will hurt all of us. And that is why Joe Biden is seeing a career low of 37% approval rating. Biden's job performance is at 55% disapproval. This according to an ABC News poll. Now, we say it again and again and again. 
These are suppression polls. These aren't real polls. These polls probably over-index by an order of 5 to 10% liberal opining, opinionating, and buoying the Democrat prospects because these polls have been broken time and time again. These are the kind of polls that showed Hillary Clinton winning 40 states, Joe Biden winning 40 states. These polls are, in their essence, fake and broken, but nonetheless, if Joe Biden is doing this bad in these kind of polls, how bad is it really? Just subtract 10%. So Joe Biden's more around 27% approval rating and more around 65% disapproval rating. What is there to approve of? Name a single thing I put up on Twitter the other day and on Truth Social. We're on both. We hope you follow us on both. I put up on Twitter and Truth Social the other day. Name one thing that Joe Biden has done that has improved the lives of Americans. Not Guatemalans, not Ukrainians, not Germans, not Brazilians, not people who live in Antarctica. Americans. One thing, a single thing. Can you name a thing? Of course, no one could. In a collapsing economy, there is no stability. Prices are all over the map, and what's worth something one day is worth nothing the next. This is inflation. What does your current out-of-control inflation look like in this country? It looks like paying 40 7% more for fuel than a year ago. It looks like paying 41% more for the same used vehicle if you buy it this year instead of last. It looks like paying almost 10% more to feed your family every grocery bill. It looks like every dollar in your savings is worth less than it was one year ago. Hedge against the U.S. dollar by investing in something of real value, gold and silver from Birch Gold. Precious metals have historically been a safe haven in times of inflation. Birch Gold is the leader in converting IRAs and 401ks into tax-sheltered IRAs backed by gold and silver, something with real value. With thousands of satisfied customers and an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, Birch Gold can help protect your savings. Text Benny to 989898 to get your free kit on gold. There is no obligation to get this info. Text Benny to 989898 to get your free kit now. Invest in gold. Birch Gold is the only partner that I trust. Let's read the article from ABC News on Joe Biden's disastrous approval rating heading into the State of the Union tonight. Economic discontent is hurting President Joe Biden and his party's midterm election prospects, with six in 10 Americans reporting inflation hardships, three quarters saying that the economy is in bad shape, and nearly 20-point lead for the Republican Party to handle it, to trust to handle it. Ha! 20 points! for Republicans to handle the economy better. Goodness. It's the economy, stupid. James Carville had it right. Biden has other problems with underwater ratings for his handling of Ukraine, split on the pandemic, which was a very strong point for Joe Biden heading into his presidency, weak scores on personal attitudes, including leadership, handling of a crisis, and mental sharpness. As we stated earlier, the doctors on Fox News, Dr. Mark Siegel, Man, he talked about Joe Biden's gait, and I, we thought it was so interesting, the way Joe Biden walks. He, he noted that Joe Biden's history, uh, uh, medical history that is available to all of us, is that Joe Biden has had multiple aneurysms. In Hunter Biden's personal and pri uh, private communications with Hunter Biden's own medical professionals, they joke about Joe Biden overcoming dementia. What does that mean? 
We don't know. That's just the data. That's just what's out there. You make your own decisions. But as you watch Joe Biden walk with such a stiff robotic gait, the doctors, at least Dr. Mark Siegel, says, hey man, this is a, this is a common symptom of somebody who's mental, in mental decline. The fluidity of their gait, the smoothness of their walking shows mental decline. Listen to the doctors, right? Listen to the medical experts. That's what we've been told for the last two years. A 40% high in inflation leads to the headaches. Also, the multiple aneurysms probably lead to Joe Biden's headaches. Americans are twice as likely to say that they're worse off under his presidency. 35 to 17%. As a result, a career-low 37% of Americans approve of Joe Biden's performance overall, with 55% disapproving. <coughs> 55% disapproval. That includes 30% approval among political independents and 10% of Republicans. 30% approval among people who are independent. Even in his own party, a quarter of Democrats disapprove of Biden or withholding judgment, 19% and 4% respectively. So a quarter of his own party. You remember Donald Trump, for all of the things that people say about Trump, Donald Trump had like, 90% approval rating with Republicans all throughout his presidency, sometimes 95%, sometimes 98%, depending on how you polled it. You never saw a quarter of Republicans disapproving of Trump, but here we are. Analyzing data, going back to Harry Truman's administration, only two presidents have an approval rating this low into their first State of the Union address that Biden is delivering on Tuesday. Those were Donald Trump, at 36% and Gerald Ford at 37%. Disapproval has been higher by a non-significant three percentage points only for Trump. And we will remind you that that is with Donald Trump having every weight of every institution and every messaging organ in our government and outside of our government in corporate media acting against him. This, Joe Biden, is pulling down the same numbers with every single corporate messaging organ and every single governmental administrative organ in his favor. Biden's fortune, in turn, spell out trouble for his party at this point. Produced for ABC by Langer Research Associates, Republican congressional candidates have a 49 to 42% advantage over Democrats among registered voters, widening to 54 to 41% among those who say they are registered for a certain party to vote in November. Goodness gracious. For 54 to 41 is the Republican advantage over Democrats. Ladies and gentlemen, we're not talking a red wave. People say red wave. It's red. It's red nuclear. It's red nuclear. We, we have a hard time to like come up with the, the, the right analogy, right? A red nuclear meteor flying in from space, striking DNC headquarters. That's what we're talking about here. If you're looking at a 54 to 41% advantage for Republicans. The result among registered voters is very similar to what it was in November, 51, 41% reported at the time. The largest Republican lead for midterm vote preferences in history. Dating back to the original, dating back to the original ABC Washington Post polls. In new data among independents who are registered to vote, 
often swing voters, the GOP candidate leads by 14 points. Wow. That's just, that's just like, what, what do you have? 14 point approval rating, approval, 14%, 14 point advantage for GOP candidates among independents. It's just astonishing to look at these numbers. If these numbers play out, you really will see 100 seats for 100 years. The results are buttressed by a shift in partisan identification in four ABC News Washington Post polls going back to January and September of last year's, Democrats outnumbered Republicans by an advantage of seven points. In November, and again by this poll, in contrast, it's a non-significant one point, meaning that people are not identifying as Democrats any longer. In line with vote preference, Americans by a 50 to 40% say they would rather see the next Congress controlled by Republicans. Woof. Again, suppression poll saying that a 10-point advantage to Republicans for control of Congress. To act as a check to Biden is why they want to see the Congress go Republican and Democrats who support Biden's agenda. So they want to see these people shoved down into the ash heap of history. Democrats led by a 16-point advantage on the measure going into Trump's midterm election in 2018 when they won 40 seats. It looks now more like it did under Barack Obama in 2010 when Republicans won 13 and 16 seats respectively, 2014 and 2010, saying that Republican gains in both those years, 13 and 63 seats respectively, total of 76 seats. 76 seats, man, for Barack Obama, 2014-2010 elections. Woof, and it gets worse. 75% of Americans rate the economy's condition as not good or poor, and most in the ABC Washington Post polls said that it is awful. These are the worst polls since 2013. The public, by a three-to-one margin, says it's gotten worse rather than better since Biden took office. Just all bad news. It's just, just, there's just not a single piece of good news. We tweeted it. Name one thing that Joe Biden has done that made your life better. And nobody could name a single thing. Made the lives of Americans better. No one could name it. By a three-to-one margin, it's gotten worse rather than better. Personal impacts are apparent as well. As noted, just 17% reported being better off financially now than when Biden took office. Twice as many, 35%, are worse off. A negative score on a measure is reliably indicated political trouble since Ronald Reagan popularized the concept in his successful 1980 presidential campaign. Among other notable instances, it was negative for H.W. Bush on his way to losing re-election in 1992, damaging to Obama early in his presidency as the country struggled to get out of the Great Recession. To be sure, there's a political aspect to economic attitudes, particularly when the president is mentioned by name. 54% of Republicans say they've gotten worse under Biden. Only 9% of Democrats go there. But it's 42% among independents and among Democrats, 33% saying they're better off. A lot of numbers there, but ladies and gentlemen, this is our State of the Union preview. We will remind you that our State of the Union Special is coming up tonight. You can watch it live with us. We will be doing live commentary for the State of the Union. 
We will be live in a little box. We will have your comments on screen. You'll be able to talk with us, chat with us. We'll watch it together. It'll be interactive. We're very much looking forward to that. That'll start tonight at approximately 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. The president takes the podium at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, a lot of numbers, a lot to ingest there, but holy Moses, is this going bad for Joe Biden? And it's about to get worse. We brought you polling uh, yesterday and analysis politically yesterday that said that Joe Biden, dude, is already going to lose the House based on Democrat retirements alone. This from left-wing Punchbowl News saying that Joe Biden will be losing the Congress because there have been so many Democrat retirements. Now, why did Democrats retire? The reason they retire is because nobody wants to serve in the minority. None of these people want to be on the same pan- the exhausting panels of like endless investigations that Republicans are going to launch into this administration. And perhaps they know something that we don't know, which is that this administration is actually inexcusably corrupt and that this administration is irredeemably uh, going to be facing massive impeach- impeachments and massive oversight from Republicans in Congress. They don't want to have to like sit on these committees and do this. So they're all bailing and Joe Biden's going to lose the House based on retirements alone from his own party. All that advantage that Pelosi has is four seats, four seat advantage for Pelosi. Well, 10 of those seats are going to flip according to Punchbowl News and it's about to get worse. Ted Deutsch of Florida, Ted Deutsch. This guy is, by the way, a deep scumbag. Ted Deutsch is a Democrat who has announced his retirement, the 31st Democrat to announce his retirement ahead of the 2022 midterms. Ted Deutsch is from Florida and he is not seeking re-election. He's the 31st Democrat reading to you from the Daily Caller here, to announce that he will be retiring ahead of the 2022 midterm elections. Deutsch is leaving Congress to take a job in a senior leadership position with the American Jewish Committee. Okay. CBS Miami reported this first. The American Jewish Committee is leading global Jewish advocacy organization on Capitol Hill, blah, 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 and so on and so forth. Works with the UN and so on. It's serving... Uh, after serving the public for more than 15 years, I have decided to not seek re-election in November. Public service was instilled in me by my father, blah, 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 and I'm leaving Congress. I am incredibly grateful. This is Deutsch's statement. It's all a lie. They're leaving because they do not want to be part and parcel to what Republicans are planning to do to Joe Biden. We have some insight on our show. We've played you multiple clips of Kevin McCarthy. We've brought on multiple members of Congress to tell you what they intend on doing. It is going to be heavy oversight into the administration. I believe that the first thing they're going to do is impeach Secretary Mayorkas, and they're going to come down like a hammer on DHS over our open border. It's going to be brutal. The Biden administration, they're desperately l- lashing out to try and get their, their last little agenda items through. Yesterday, a despicable vote, by the way, on abortion up to the point of birth. Every single Democrat in Congress voted for it with one abstention in the House. And every single senator voted for it with Joe Biden, I'm sorry, Joe Manchin, the real President Joe, Joe Manchin voting against it in the Senate the real president of the United States, ladies and gentlemen, Joe Manchin. 
So that's how close we were to having abortion up to birth in this country. If you're a Christian, how can you possibly support these people? If you are a Christian, how can you possibly vote for this party? What is it? What is, where is the disconnect? Every single Democrat, save two, in their entire caucus, hundreds of Democrats, every single one of them, voted to legalize abortion up to the point of birth yesterday. And they're desperate. They're doing this because they're desperate. They know that they're going to lose the majority for a very, very long time. They know that the entire rest of the lame duck Joe Biden administration is going to see nothing but impeachments and savage oversights, subpoenas. They're going to use the January 6th committee model in order to open investigations into Hunter Biden. At least that's what President Trump said this weekend at CPAC open up investigations into the Biden crime family, and so on and so forth. It's not going to be pretty. And now people know what's at stake. We've come to play. We understand what weakness can do to our country on a world stage. We understand that the state of the American Union is not strong. It is weak. It's dangerous. It's Jurassic Park. The monsters are going to be unleashed on all of us, and Joe Biden still has three years. Boy, howdy, help us all. Ladies and gentlemen, please join us later this evening, starting at approximately 8.30 for a special live where we will be watching the State of the Union together uh, and we'll be putting your comments on screen. We'll be talking back and forth. We'll be bringing on special guests. Lauren Boebert's going to join us. Congresswoman Lauren Boebert's going to join us for her response to the State of the Union. It's going to be awesome. We have some other really special surprises for all of you. So please join us tonight for our State of the Union live reaction and live commentary because you don't want to just be throwing popcorn at the screen by yourself. You want to see this with all your friends, with all your patriots. Watch it together and know that we are the majority. Know that we are the populist, patriotic majority that are going to save this nation. We're going to break the Democrat Party in half and we're going to save this place as we always have. All America's ever needed is a small, small minority of people to stand up and fight for it. The Revolutionary War was fought by approximately one-third of Americans. They organized through pamphlets inside of taverns, through memes, through commentary like this. And that is why I'm so thankful for all of you. We're going to have a riot tonight, and we're going to save America. God, family, country, that's what we stand for on this show. Whew, Joe Biden's got a tough one today. Who, who's writing this speech, by the way? What are they thinking right now? Well, I guess we'll see soon tonight. All right, ladies and gentlemen, see you later tonight. Have a great day. God bless you. See ya.